Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now, Saturday, October 15th. Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and Vito, as we are here for our first massive Saturday NHL card of the regular season. Looking forward to breaking it all down. Uh, we got 14 games, so we're jumping right into it. And we're going to start with the Florida Panthers and Buffalo Sabres. Florida minus 190 road favorites, total of seven in this game. The Buffalo Sabres team we had pegged to be better hockey team this year. Uh, offensively, we like this team, uh, but it was really uh, a solid defensive workmanlike effort and good goaltending from the uh, ageless veteran uh, Craig Anderson uh, in a victory against Ottawa the other night. Very impressed with Buffalo in terms of actually their defensive game, uh, which was unfortunate for me because I really liked the over with that Ottawa-Buffalo game, and it falls short uh, with that 4-1 to victory. But for the Sabres, lots to like. Uh, you know, they controlled the play for a large portions of that game. Uh, J.J. Paterka, who is one of the many, many young Sabre forwards that I think is going to have a bright future for them, gets his first NHL goal uh, in his first NHL game. Uh, so it was really impressive to see that. Uh, no question about that. Uh, look, I liked what I saw at a Buffalo uh, against Ottawa. Now, it's going to be a little tougher here uh, against, obviously, a Florida team that President's Trophy winners uh, last year, uh, Stanley Cup contenders, we think this year should be really good again. I was impressed with Florida's defensive game, something I think they are going to work on under Paul Maurice uh, this year. And they beat the Islanders 3-1 to one, uh, in their season opener. Uh, Matthew Kachuk gets his first uh, goal, uh, empty net goal, but still his first goal uh, with the uh, Florida Panthers in that game. Uh, that being said, Florida now, early start. Buffalo's used to these. Buffalo plays a lot of these Saturday early afternoon games on home ice. They're used to them. I took a stab with them at plus 160 here uh, in this game. And I'm still looking for various spots to fade Florida, especially when they're going to be favored like this early in the season. And let's be honest, the team they beat in their first game, I'm not high on them either, the Islanders. So, you know, I think Buffalo at home, you know, a, a solid defensive effort. Anderson was good in net. Uh, it's going to be tough containing Florida, but I think Buffalo can make this a competitive game and maybe steal it. So, and I like the price we're getting. And Sabres, like with Detroit, like with, you know, Ottawa, even Montreal in some instances, these Atlantic division teams that are all better, you're going to be able to catch them once in a while and sneaking up on a team and beating them and pulling an upset. I'm going to have a small bet on Buffalo here uh, at plus 160 uh, for this early game. What do you think here, Alex, Panthers, Sabres? Yeah, I totally agree with uh, your reasoning for backing Buffalo, especially with the day game angle. Like I said, Buffalo is very used to these. With Florida, not so much. We didn't see Florida even being a better team uh, early in the year uh, or for most of last year. They didn't get a lot of those daytime starts until late in the season. And we didn't. I think they didn't even play a day game during the playoffs. So, uh, like I said, that that's an angle. Usually, we we like to kind of just you know back on a little bit more in the second half of the year. But uh, I think that's a, a quality spot right here. And in Florida, Spencer Knight is in net. You know, he's obviously going to be the goalie of the future for Florida. But you know, you wonder if he, you know maybe have, just has a little bit of rust in the first couple of games and so forth. Buffalo at home, day atmosphere. Maybe they're jazzed up and they can get a goal early and kind of uh, take this Panther team out of it. So I, I would lean with Buffalo ever so slightly. Uh, don't want anything to do with the total of seven right now. Like I said, we've been seeing uh, more prevalent defense lately. So I, I'm kind of waiting for things that kind of either settle in or, or, or the offenses to pick up before looking at any total that's in the six and a half, seven range right now. 
Yeah, and again, we're early in the season, so and there's a couple big underdogs that I've bet on this card, and we'll get to them later. This is one of them. This is just one of a few. There's others, uh, but I think Buffalo at this price, they've got, and it will be. Uh, by the way, Eric Comrie in net for uh, Buffalo uh, here this afternoon. Let's not forget it was his best season as a pro last year in a backup role for Winnipeg behind Connor Hellebuck. He played very well. See if he can bring that here today. Vito, uh, anything you like here, Florida Buffalo. Yeah, I would agree actually with Alex regarding the, those totals. Actually, I spoke with some guys yesterday and uh, we see so big, big numbers. I mean, six and a half, sevens all the time, you know, and I think that's actually too high for ho hockey at all. You know, last season was a high scoring. Okay. Well, but there was a lot of parity and some teams are very bad. Some teams are very good. And I mean, there was just so much goals all the time. I mean, but uh, in the real hockey, you just, your goal is to allow less than three goals per game. I mean, you you have to win the game by scoring three and allowing two, more or less. That's why the total should be like six or five point five. So here, obviously, I would agree that the Sabers could be a look for the money line, just because I mean, again, regarding the parity, I think uh, some teams which were struggling so hard last season, they, they it's a clean sheet. Everybody wants to go hard in the start, you know. And the only way how I would look this is actually Buffalo Sabers on the money line. Or what I like better, I think I would just go with that under under seven, and that's it. I mean, because yeah, seven I was goals a, is still a lot. <laughs> I was a little surprised the total was this high. I mean, I know Florida, Florida last year, you know, you get it, but I think with Paul Maurice, they're trying to play more of a cycle, chip and chase, four check game, not as much the rush game, the transition game. Uh, that's factoring in. Look, an under against the Islanders. Buffalo actually played better defensively than I thought. It's going to be tougher today, uh, but a total of seven, yeah, I, uh, under a pass for me as well. All right, the other game, this is the only other afternoon game, by the way, this one, Vancouver and Philadelphia. Canucks minus 160 road favorites, six the total uh, in this game. Um, I got on Vancouver here at minus 130, okay? I didn't even get the best price because they actually opened – right around Pickham uh, in this game, minus 110. You know, I got in at minus 130, and since then it's climbed even higher, minus 155, minus 160. I got to see it again from Philadelphia. That's the bottom line. I mean, I'm not taking a win over a bad New Jersey defense as a sign that, well, maybe Tortorella is going to have this team overachieving this year. No, I got to see it again. Canucks was a tough luck loser for them against Edmonton. Very, very tough because they got out to a 3 nothing lead. They actually had control of the game. They controlled the play. They had more chances, more shots, all that kind of stuff against the Oilers. Uh, but Edmonton, all they need is a couple chances to score, and that's exactly what happened. And they come back. They beat the Canucks uh, in that game uh, on uh, Wednesday. Uh, it was uh, by, uh, by a score of 5-3. to three. So Vancouver now uh, looking to bounce back from that loss to the uh, Oilers. Uh, three nothing lead, and like I said, Edmonton scored five unanswered goals. And like I said, against New Jersey, they won five two, uh, but they got outshot. It was a very good game in net for Carter Hart. You have to be encouraged. He was very good in net. Uh, you know, they they did a good job neutralizing the Devils for the most part. But again, I've got to see it against a better hockey team, and I think Vancouver is still better than New Jersey. It will be better than New Jersey. So, but now the problem is a value standpoint. It's a question of value, right? If you didn't get Vancouver even money you didn't get vancouver at minus 120 or hell you, if, even if you didn't get them at minus 130 like i did you really want to lay minus 160 now uh where it is now i don't i'm not so sure about that so i would say don't bet it at the current price 
I mean, I got minus 130. I'm happy with that. But I would I would pump the brakes now at minus 160. I'm not on Philly. I wouldn't recommend Philly, but I would maybe take it easy if you're considering Vancouver now at minus 160. It feels like the price has moved just a little bit too much. Maybe a lean to the under here as well, uh, because I think Vancouver is going to want to play a little bit better defensively after what we saw against Edmonton. What do you think here, Alex? Canucks Flyers. This is a clear pass for me. Uh, Vancouver is the better team. Like you said, this, this number has moved uh in, in a big way no way you can i can back philly i want to still see kind of more of, of what uh these two teams have to offer and kind of the same angle with the early the other early game philly plays a lot of these day games vancouver doesn't uh at the beginning of a road trip and you know flying uh cross country so there's a you know internal you know clock time three hours uh uh you know behind so this is one i want to kind of see maybe philly if they can hold it close they could steal the first period but uh, like I said, I'm just not really ready to back either one of these teams just yet. I want to still see a little bit more from Vancouver. And like we said, we talked about in the preview for the Flyers. We think they're going to be pretty bad. So may not be a lot of spots to bet on them at all this year. Yeah. No confirmed goalies. Projected Demko versus Hart. Uh, but neither one has been confirmed yet. Andre Kuzmenko for Vancouver. I will be mm-hmm. on that. Player prop to score a goal. I talked about him in the last time we talked Vancouver before the Edmonton game. He gets on the scoreboard. He is going to be a big-time boost for that offense. So Andre Kuzmenko prop for me for Vancouver as well in this game. What do you think, Vito? Canucks Flyers? <laughs> this is a very interesting game for me because I got it at plus 105 <laughs> yesterday, I think, morning. Something wow! Like I saw even you got the absolute best. I didn't. <laughs> I saw that price and I was like, "This." I saw I, I because I I I backed Flyers in the first game against Devils. I just thought the to- and what happened in that game. I mean, Torts he's like smart, smart coach. He knows how to play against each team. He see he sees that for the Devils, the top players are young kids. I mean, Hughes, you know, and so on. Jasper Brad, all he does did was some hard hits. You know, very hard hockey. And, th- and those players kind of disappeared in the second or third period. There was no offense. So, yeah, that, that, that Fires was there. And, and and I also thought about Canucks. I mean, if perhaps Canucks is going to lose the first game against the Oilers, and then they're going to go and win against the Philly. And I saw that price at plus 105, so I took it. I still think, of course, well, this, there was a two-day rest, so that means Makua has been already in Philly for a couple of days. I mean, they should be ready to go here today off the gate, I think especially if they lost the first game, because I was expecting them to have a hot start, you know, with this new coach, as everyone else spoke. And the Kuzmenko was good, obviously. So, yeah, well, the price now, that's the question. I mean, it's at, it's minus 160, minus 140, so it should be plus 140, right? There's a mistake in this thing. Okay, but uh, yeah, the price is now... Regulation, I think regulation is the only way to go. I think Devils didn't look good in that game. It's not like Flyers is an amazing team. There is like Frost. Frost Frost looked good. I think you can yes, actually play a pro on yeah. him. So he was very nice. I liked him. A lot of expected goals. And well, and the team is still, you know, the Flyers, I mean, maybe they're not as bad as everyone speaks. I mean, they will just go out and prove everyone wrong every night. I mean, let's see how long they can do that. I was predicting like maybe... In the first six games, they might have a, like a 4-2 record, and then it's going to start to go downfall like it was also last season. So in this spot, I think Canucks is the play. Maybe you can go with the regulation perhaps here just to get a bit of price. I mean, um, we're going to beat Demko. Carter, still the first goal, which Carter allowed if you watch the games. The Devils, I think that a rookie scored for the Devils, so someone on the age letter. So he just shot it through the Carter's 
glove, I mean, but like a stomach yeah. that you cannot allow to go like that. So, <laughs> yeah, so goalies were terrible in that game. The game still stay, stayed under because Flyers is going to be an under team. I think all they can do is just play, play a tough hockey and try to keep the puck as much as possible out of the net. They blocked a lot of shots. Basically, they showed the ident- identity a little bit, you know, that they're going to just play hard. But that's the only way how they can play. So block the shots, cheap, just dump the pucks in, dump the pucks out of the zone and make as less mistakes as possible. So Keep yeah, simple. The, yeah. pretty simple. They will play simple hockey. Torts will be hard. Can they win tonight? Well, of course I think they can win actually tonight, especially at this price range. I would I would only go with Canucks regulation. But yeah. well, what can I recommend? I don't know because I have money line. I don't want to want people losing it. But we actually we have not seen too many overtimes now early in the season. Eh? Right. Like don't like two, three, I think something like that. So a lot of games ending actually in regulation. And actually, those regulations also ending by sometimes by one goal. You know, not always a puck line. So regulation. Like Carolina last night for me. Which exactly. Really and then there was Tampa, uh, Toronto, Washington. Yeah. Many games ended under under the puck line, but regulation win. Well, it's so, funny. You me- it's funny you mentioned that because I, I kind of teased it on Twitter. I was going to say it today. We, you know, saw a couple of games in by one goal, but we've actually seen quite a few games with empty net goals, not just one, but two actually being converted. Yeah. Where the last three or four years, we saw teams missing the empty nets, just trying to chip the puck down the ice in the last two minutes when the goalie was pulled. Now we're actually seeing, and Carolina actually got screwed that offside call. I thought, I thought that puck was onside, and that would have actually given them uh, the three-one win and then the puck line uh, cover. So. Uh, hopefully we see that kind of resurrect. And if we do see those go- those empty net goals go in, then it makes sense to start looking at those overs. But like I said, I just want to see if that trend kind of continues past this first week. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, that's uh, Good point there. And I want to point out too, someone mentioned no recap today, not on a 14 game card. No, uh, we like to recap the night before, but just can't do it. We'll but, mention, yeah. st- we'll mention stuff with, with, cause there's a lot of teams that are playing the, again tonight. Yeah. So. We'll mention what they did last night. But overall, it was a good night. I know Alex had Detroit in regulation. I did as well. And I had the Carolina. I split with the Carolina bets. So it's an overall solid, profitable night. We'll take it. All right. Next up, the rest of the games, by the way, are at night. So Saturday night from here on out, uh, Ottawa and Toronto, Battle of Ontario for the first time this season. Uh, Toronto minus 240, home favorite, six and a half the total in this one. I'm taking a shot. I'm taking a shot. Ottawa plus 200. I told you I'm, I'm going to fire on a couple dogs today. This is another one. I know Toronto got back on track with Washington uh, with that win. That was more anti-Washington, though. Washington's not playing the good hockey that I like right now. Toronto played well, much better. Didn't turn the puck over. They weren't sloppy with it like they were against Montreal, which cost them dearly in that game. Uh, And look, Austin Matthews got his first goal of the year. It's just a much better game for Toronto, but... Ottawa to me is going to be dangerous when you're going to give them this kind of price. Uh, they're always going to, they always play Toronto tough. Uh, we know that. And they're coming off a loss in their season opener to Buffalo. So I, I expect Ottawa to really bring it here tonight. And look, it may take a game or two or three even for Ottawa's offense to get going. Obviously they didn't click against Buffalo. Only one goal over four on the power play. So yeah, the, that Ottawa offense we expected to be a lot better. Didn't really show. Uh, in the first game against Buffalo, but you still have, you've got talent to put the puck in the net. It will happen at some point. Kachuk, Stutzla, Batherson, Debrinkit, Norris, Giroux uh, is just a terrific top six. Shane Pinto's capable. Uh, I think you're going to see this Ottawa offense eventually get it going here. Will it be tonight? I think it possibly could. I would expect Matt Murray to be a net. We have no confirmation yet, but 
I would say even though Ilya Samson, Samson, it's back to Samsonov, by the way. We found that out uh, on uh, Thursday night. They said it on the broadcast. <laughs> he wants Samsonov. So maybe this was a Washington thing. Washington forced Samsonov on us, but now it's Ilya Samsonov. So there you go. Uh, I can't get it. One day it's this, one day it's that with these names. It was like Henrik Talander and Henrik Talinder many, many years ago when he was with the Sabres. I mean, make up your mind, man. Gosh, what am I, Ian Cameron one day and Ian Cameron the next day? I mean, my goodness. Make up your mind with your name pronunciations. Holy goodness, that's all I ask. Stick to it. So I'm not asking too much. But, yeah, Ilya Samsonov got the win against Washington the other night. So, But I think even though he won and Murray lost, they're going to come back to Murray facing his former team. Uh, the Ottawa Senators. Oh, did he get hurt at the morning skate? So, yeah, that, I was going to say, yeah, about an hour ago that uh, he dealt with a groin issue. So we may not see his, that revenge game for him. It could be, uh, it could Samson, be Samson Samson off. So. Yeah, back to Samsonov. Yeah, it will probably will be then if he got hurt in the morning skate. So that's why they've got him as a projected uh, right now for the uh, Leafs. So we'll see if that is indeed the case. I'm looking right now and seeing that uh, as far as the – yeah, it's projected. Nothing confirmed yet, but we'll see. I think they they definitely were going to give it to Murray uh, this game, but now all of a sudden uh, that's thrown out of whack. See, I was on the air before doing this show, so I didn't get word of that. So good, uh, good luck out there, Benjamin, with that. So he got hurt at the morning skate, so it may not be him in net. But either way, I like Ottawa here. I'm taking a shot. At plus two hundred, uh, Alex, what do you think here? Sense Leafs. This will be one, and it'll this will be on TV in U.S. and Canada. This will be the uh, NHL Network uh, game of the night, and I'll be watching this a little bit, trying to look for a live spot. I lean with Ottawa here. Like I said, they always play Toronto tough. Uh, plus two hundred is a, a bit steep for a Leafs team. Like I said, still trying to trying to find their footing as well. But uh, with Samsonov in that, uh, like I said, and I believe he's going to take over as the number one starter not because of Murray now getting injured. I just think he's just the better of the two goalies. Uh, and, and, you know, Murray was probably a little jazzed up to play in this game because it's his old team and the team that really just kind of, you know, was ready to just jet him away for, for nothing while in the midst of, of rebuilding it. And I wonder if that makes a difference too when we start talking about these like kind of revenge angled spots or, or old team spots. If you're a guy that was, you know, the starter – and an Ottawa team that struggled forever. And now all of a sudden everybody is loving Ottawa because the addition by subtraction was you. <laughs> then that, you know, so that's, I definitely would want to look at Matt Murray maybe later on if he gets healthy and, and plays against Ottawa. I think that is a good angle for that first start against him. So it's kind of unfortunate we don't have that tonight to, to you know, factor into, into the handicap. But I would slightly lean with Ottawa. Like I said, their offense, when it does get rolling, man, it's going to be red hot. And I think it could be in this game. Obviously, we know how Toronto's blue line. Uh, can be spotty at times. And with this being a, a rivalry game and Ottawa knowing that, hey, if we're going to make some noise and, and be the team that all these people are hyping up and saying that, you know, we're ready, ready to make that next step, you got to beat Toronto. You got to win a division game, beat a rival, uh, you know, on Hockey Night in Canada. That's going to be, uh, I think, a, a big motivational factor for them. So slightly with Ottawa might jump on something live. Uh, just want to kind of feel out the first five or six minutes of this one. All right, uh, Vito, Ottawa, Toronto. Yeah, I mean, the only way how I would look this is out of Senators. First of all, only why I did not bet them yet, I was like, okay, Matt Murray, these are all these like emotional things playing against the old team. And I actually was thinking that Oliver will have more will to beat Murray, Murray you know, because he's now in Toronto, which is considered a better team. So they definitely would have to show to, that they can be, beat Toronto and that he, why he left there and so on. Well, those are just like those hockey things which get you some boost. 
but yeah, and the, with this price, it opened up. It opened up like I was checking yesterday. Much it was like senators at plus one thirty, plus one forty, or plus one fifty range, something like that. So everyone, everyone has left. They got went to on leaf side, and well, otherwise the leaves could well they have superstars in offense. Marner, Marner, and Matthews, and Nylander, Nylander. Well, and then they have Tavares, right? And well, obviously bunting. But in the deep, deep airs, Mazin is good, right? And someone else there is like decent, I guess. But overall, I don't think that this lineup actually is like a Stanley Cup contender lineup. I don't know. I think there is much better lineups out there in whole any gel than Toronto have. I, I just don't. I mean, they have a Matthews, which can score a lot of goals, but it's not always what <laughs> they never win, you know, only scoring goals. So, and they, and they get some two mid average goalies. Like they always, they have goalie problems, and they go out and get average goalies. So the, I don't see a sense in this team at the moment, and uh, that showed also a little bit in the first games. I mean, against Canadians, it was just default Leafs, as everyone say, and against Caps, they were also were not, not like super amazing. I mean, they're all good, but not like like dominating, like you know, like Florida or Avalanche or something like that. I mean, Florida is not dominating anymore also, but not like Avalanche is dominating and Flames can dominate, but didn't see that from Leafs yet, you know. Well, maybe they want to play more defense. Maybe they want to start to win these low-scoring games. Who knows? 3-2 was the win. Yeah, but in this spot and with this value, I mean, it all always come, comes down to numbers, right? So, and uh, plus 200 sen Senators is definitely a money line play. I would not look at Toronto anyway. I already sweat my regul uh, regulation last time, like against Cups. So <laughs> Me too. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want to go back to that. I don't. So I and I think for sense again, you know, they lost that first game. They know they're better. They have big expectations this year, you know, and they will have some urgency also today. And then this is Leafs. It's like a big thing for them. Yeah. So expect the best from uh, Ottawa today as well. Uh, the Brink and Giroud look good in preseason, but again, you know, that's only preseason. We saw what happened with Wild in preseason and what happened in the first game. So, yeah, I think Sense is the play here on the money line. I think I will end up playing them. I think the price will still go up. I think you might end up with plus 220 maybe by the end of the game, something like that. So I would not bet it now. And the total, it I think opened at seven as well, actually, the yesterday. So. so now it's six and a half. And again, I think regarding the totals in the NHL, of course we have to watch, you know, how the team trends and so on. But again, in the end of the day, I think it comes to the number. If you see five and a half, most of the times just go over. I don't know. Well, and if you see six and a half, most of the times so I would just go under. And that's it. You know, I think in the long term, that would be the winning strategy because hockey is so random, you know. Yeah. So, and you cannot really expect these numbers you just have to take the numbers in in an EGL, i think mo most of the time so yeah sense money line here and everyone likes the totals i would say under you know what the three of the last four meetings have gone under with the uh, senators yeah. and the leafs so i think ottawa there's going to be good spots for the over but again i got burned thinking the offense would be clicking right away against buffalo it isn't so i'm going to stay off the total but at this price you know and i was impressed with forsberg and net i was actually impressed with their d their d didn't play that bad against buffalo so i think they could keep this close and that's why i think they're worth a shot here and they they always play toronto tough guaranteed the senators team so plus 200 and the leafs are going to be one of these teams this year where i think off a loss you want to back them because we saw it against washington focus is there they're just a little bit better sharper with the puck they don't make as many mistakes but when they're off a win and they get that good feeling again you know that's when you see toronto bobble 
uh, a little bit. So uh, we'll see how this one plays out tonight. All right, Arizona, Boston. We've got the Bruins minus 325 home favorites, six and a half the total. You know what? There's something that I, I saw that Pittsburgh game and they exploded early, three nothing a lead in the first period. It started to make me think if I take the opponent of Arizona first period puck line every game moving forward, will I be profitable? Is that something worth doing? I'm putting it to the test tonight. I'm on Boston first period puck line. I mean, I think this team could be one of those teams where teams just jump on them early. And we saw Pittsburgh kind of take their foot off the gas. Arizona crept back into the game and then Pittsburgh put it away again in the third period. You could see that. Yeah. Nick Ritchie, anytime goal score right now, he's, he's been good. Uh, it's hard to believe we're seeing this guy score goals. He didn't for Toronto. Uh, but he's fit in well with Arizona. And look, because there's injuries mounting, Nick Schmaltz got injured for Arizona the other night uh, against the uh, uh, Pittsburgh Penguins. He's out uh, indefinitely. It's a huge component missing. Upper body injury, won't play tonight. You know, it's going to give more opportunity uh, for Nick Ritchie on this team. So if you're going to bet one player for Arizona to score, it would be that him. Uh, yeah, Boston's home opener. They had a nice first game against Washington. Played well, although, like we said, Washington will get to them in a second. They've got some issues. They've got some problems. They're struggling. So Boston took advantage of that. But, you know, it is their home opener. It's a very bad Arizona team. I think Boston in the first period get a lead. We saw Pittsburgh do it. I think that uh, I want to see how this experiment of mine plays out. Because I think if you fade Arizona on these first period puck lines, you take their opponent, I think you're going to be profitable long term. You know, and Corral Vimelka, by the way, this is a continuation of last year. He didn't play well down the stretch. He got ripped apart by Pittsburgh early in that game. Now, the defense was bad, too. It wasn't all on him. But still, Vimelka, his numbers trended downward at the end of last year. Ugly first start. And he's back in net for uh, Arizona tonight. Uh, Jeremy Swayman uh, will get the uh, nod for Boston after Allmark actually got the start uh, against uh, Washington. So uh, Boston first period puck lines about plus 105. Uh, what do you think here, Alex? Coyotes, Bruins. That's an interesting theory, and I definitely like it. But the one caveat with it is that Arizona is so bad. Like you said, you see in plus 105, that's the best price available. I'm actually seeing some minus dollar fives as well. So uh, if they do start to keep, you know, continuing to have these poor first period starts, you're not going to get much value on that. I'm taking a shot here with the first period over. Bet online had it at minus 135. It's up to 140, 145 in most shops. That's a bit high usually, but I'm actually going to roll with it. It's in the same vein and theory uh, of what Ian is saying. I like Boston to jump out early in this game, especially with the home opener, especially against a bad Arizona defense and, and Vimelka. I mean, the guys, if he's going to be facing the same kind of rubber he was at the beginning of, of, uh, of last year, he's in for a world of trouble. But at this point, if I'm going over one and a half, minus even minus 40, 45, all I need is, you know, two Boston goals, or if I get an Arizona goal, 1-1, one, one, which would, you know, crush the puck line, I, I still get the 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 money there with the, the over. So uh, it's the same concept, but I'm just going to go for a, what I feel is the safer approach, over one and a half, uh, even at 145 here in the first period. All right, there you go. Like in the, and I agree with that, first period. Oh, I might add that as a bet, too, the first period over, because that's going to be the trend with Arizona. In a lot of games, they're just so bad. The team gets up 2 nothing in the first period, or it's 3 nothing even like Pittsburgh did, and then they take the air out of the balloon, right? Uh, just play defense, protect the front of the net, and don't let Arizona back in. We don't need any more goals against this team. Just play very good defense. So that's why first period overs, first period puck line, 
you know, with the opponent against Arizona in Arizona games this year. That's might be a good, might be a good theory. You're one and you're two and zero already if you did it against Pittsburgh. First period over and Air, uh, Pittsburgh puck line against first period against Arizona. So I kind of lean and both they ways. Ca- they cashed the two uh, in yeah. that one with three goals in, in the first yeah. five minutes. So. Yeah, no doubt. What do you think here, Vito? Arizona, Boston. There is too much games on the slate, you know, to to, to think about this Arizona thing. But uh, yeah, I, I, only way I would look at it, I think, is would be under. I would I would think that Arizona will try to play a little bit tighter. I mean, than the first game, not to allow six goals. That would be their target. I think it's not target to win tonight. I think tonight is the target to allow like three goals. You know, that would be the good game for them. So only way how I would look at this is uh, under. I think so, and yeah, what I don't know what to even say about this. There's no, there's no number you can play on Bruins. I think like puck line is minus one forty, but puck line is minus one forty also too much. And yeah, Arizona is the team which I think is the worst. So if 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 there will be a parity in NHL, you know, with some teams getting closer, and you know, you will find great spots with underdogs uh, when to like sense today and so on. Then the Coyotes is one of the teams which I don't know where, when I will bet. There has to be a big fade spot for the opposition to bet, bet Coyotes. So under six and a half would be my bet here, but I'm not playing it. So basically lean, I guess. Uh, yeah, I thought this, you know, look, let's 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 also keep in mind that Boston, uh, to begin the season, they've got some pretty favorable scheduling situations here. I mean, they've got some, you know, Washington's, uh, to me, I had real issues with Washington concerns. They played Washington and then they played, Arizona tonight. So you talk about easing your way into the season, you know, those two games to start. Uh, my hope is Boston just pummels Arizona tonight, and then maybe we go against them with Florida uh, in the next game uh, because they host Florida on Monday, and then they got Ottawa Tuesday, Anaheim. So there's there's some tougher games coming up uh, for Boston. And remember, they're still without Grizzlick, although he's close to returning, McAvoy, Marchand. But as they showed against Washington, Bergeron's there. He had a great game. Krejci, first game back with the Bruins and a nice game against Washington as well. Checkline so, will be good. Checkline looks yeah. very good, though. Who is there? There was this uh, Pasta, Krejci, and not Zaka, Zaka. Yeah, Zaka. Zaka, Krejci, and Pasternak. You're right, the Czechia line. Uh, yeah, they're doing very there. well. Yeah. I mean, they're great. So yeah. Bruins actually will be better than everyone talk, I think. So in the first yeah. game, I wanted to back them against the Caps. I unfortunately didn't. I took over, but I think they will be better. Chechia line. I've got to get Czech Republic out of my system. It's Chechia uh, now, uh, the way they want that nation uh, called. All right, Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh, uh, five years ago, this was an incredible match. It's still pretty good, but it's lost a little luster at least. Pittsburgh minus 165, home favorite, six and a half the total. Obviously, look, Tampa on a back-to-back. Uh, they took bounced back against Columbus last night. Uh, a nice win for the uh, Lightning uh, in that game. Uh, man, uh, this is now a pass. I mean, I'm not laying this price now. Uh, I was kind of interested in Pittsburgh uh, with Tampa on a back-to-back, uh, but not at this price. I mean, it's still you're 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 giving Tampa Bay plus 145 uh, right now, at plus 150 uh, even uh, in some spots right now. So I can't do it at this number. Uh, Pittsburgh did, you know, take care of Arizona six to two. Uh, and by the way, Pittsburgh, how about the fact that dating back to uh, the playoff, well, last year, playoff games included 9-0 and to the over, believe it or not, in their last nine games. So we'll see if that carries on here. I will say this, keep an eye on the goaltending situation here for Tampa because we saw Bassey last night, back-to-back. Maybe we see Brian Elliott tonight, very possible. 
Uh, he ends up being in net uh, for them. So I might get there with over six and a half if that's the case. If it's not, we'll pass. I lean Pittsburgh, but now the price has just drifted too far for my liking. At minus 125, I'm a buyer, which is where it opened. Minus 165 now with Pittsburgh? No, it ain't happening. Now, what do you think here, Alex? Yeah, this is what I'm going to be looking to play live as well. I'm going to look for the over. I want it to drop down to five and a half. If I can get five and a half minus a dollar twenty, then I'll fire on it. We've seen this this meeting three zero and two to the over. Those two pushes fell directly on six. So if I can get a five and a half, uh, like I said, with possibly Elliott going and, and Pittsburgh, uh, you know, seeming to play more of a, a kind of faster style. Tristan Jari, you know, I don't really trust that he could put up the same numbers that he put up last year. He was he was great, but can he duplicate that? Uh, remains to be seen. So I, I like I like five and a half over live. Uh, so just wait, maybe you know after the, the fifteen minute timeout. Hopefully we get that number. We can strike on it. All right, good stuff there. All right, Vito, Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh. Yeah, interesting because I was looking actually to yeah play this. Uh, in I, I, this line opened at minus one ten, minus ten, minus one ten yesterday in my book. So I did not pull the trigger. Now it's like minus one sixty five. What I was looking at is actually under six and a half. Uh, six and a half. I have not went to it, but uh, that last year when they played, it was like five one, five one, I think, and something uh, a little bit higher score. And yeah. if you just open the box scores, there is like three empty netters per game. Yeah. So there is a lot of times this, uh, these teams play zero zero first period. You know, they start very slow. They start very slow, and then they pick up the pace, which tells you what Alex is targeting. He's targeting live over, which is a uh, very very possible uh, thing in this game, uh, yes. So if you like, there's two ways to go with this. I would say, uh, you you can go with under six and a half, or you can wait the number to drop and maybe take that five and a half. But well, I think you will need to empty nethers to get there. I think this could be like a three one three two game, and then the empty nethers. Well, they will pull goalies early, and perhaps it push over in the empty nethers. But yeah, my play would. It's my lean, and I don't have bets under six and a half. That's what I would go with here. Yeah, and by the way, the old uh, the the old veteran trio—they've been together uh, forever on this Penguins team. They all played great against Arizona: Crosby, uh, Malkin, uh, Latang. Uh, Crosby in that uh, win against the uh, Coyotes—he uh, he had a goal and two assists, three points. Malkin got, uh, scored a goal. Latang had two points. Uh, in the victory, six to two. Funny, interesting stat. You know, it doesn't have anything to do with betting. It's not something you can use in betting and handicapping. But um, we know Sidney Crosby, Evgeny Malkin, Chris Letang, they've been together forever. We're talking, I think, uh, 17, 18 years now. They've been together with the uh, Penguins. Uh, they have tied the record with the New York Yankees trio of Derek Jeter, Mariano Rivera, and Jorge Posada. From that, they were together on the Yankees from 1995 to 2011. Crosby, Latang, and Malkin. That trio has tied wow. that Yankee trio for that's longevity amazing. with the same team in North American sports. How about that? That's and that's wow. something you may not see that happen again in any of uh, the major North American sports. That's something that's so rare with free agency and salary caps and stuff. So that, that's incredible. Uh, incredible mark for those three guys. And, and like I said, with all the issues they've all dealt with, you know, like I said, all three of them have had their injury concerns over the years to still keep that longevity. That's an incredible streak. 
yeah, no question about that. Uh, absolutely. Very, uh, very impressive uh, from all of them, no doubt. And a good first game for all of them the other night uh, against uh, Arizona. All right. Uh, next up, we've got Detroit and New Jersey. Uh, the Devils minus 170 home favorites, six and a half the total in this one. Uh, Detroit uh, cashes in for Alex and I last night in regulation against Montreal. Uh, I mean, that score was flattering to Montreal. Jake Allen was very good. Detroit dominated much of that game. Uh, if not for Jake Allen, it could have been worse. I thought they were very good defensively. This guy can coach Derek Lalonde. I think he's a great hire. Look at the improvement defensively. Montreal didn't have a ton of grade A chances. They had a couple, but they didn't have a ton. And they've already, this guy is hammering home better defense for Detroit. Uh, and we saw that last night in the victory. Yeah, the offense, it might take some time for the new pieces. Baron, Andrew Kopp, all of them to get you know assimilated and comfortable. But the structure and the team game was there uh, against Montreal last night. Very impressed with the just the structure of the team. They looked like a coherent, structured, sound team. They were puck management was good all night long for Detroit. Uh, you like to see that. I can't say that about New Jersey. Uh, puck management was anything but good against Philadelphia. Turnovers, mistakes, weak goaltending on one goal, especially by Blackwood, as his inconsistency continues. Uh, it's just been disappointing. So we'll see how this one goes. It's going to be not surprising that Lindy Ruff is turning the VTech Banachek, uh, giving him a chance tonight after a less than impressive opening start from Blackwood. I think it's going to be back and forth, back and forth, Blackwood and Banachek until someone pulls away with the clear cut looks like a clear cut number one goalie uh and then you've got uh, alex nadelkovich he will be in for detroit uh second night of back-to-back uh, -back games for the red wings i'm betting detroit here again uh tonight plus 150 it's not best bet material uh but and, and like i say i am more it, it, i'm more eager to bet on a team on a second of back-to-back -back games early in the year you know the fatigue's not there you know, it's early in the year. Everybody's still fresh. Nobody's tired on a second of back-to-back -back games at this time of year. Uh, it, this is just, to me now, just pretty crazy price to be putting New Jersey out there, minus 170 uh, here in this game. So uh, I like the Red Wings here. Plus, like I said, we got a lot of dogs on my card tonight, and this is another one, Detroit, plus 150. Uh, what do you think here, Alex? Red Wings, Devils. Wait, we'll go to Vio yeah. first. Yeah, yeah, let me jump in. All right, go because ahead, I will. Yeah, I will, I will get my food delivery. You know, it's about cool. to come here. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah. Red Wings couldn't put that puck in the net yesterday, right? It was an amazing pressure from them. I mean, everybody was talking about, about those 25 shots in first period. You know, I saw that everywhere. But uh, yeah, well, again, the total is at six and a half. And I mean, yesterday we saw that low scoring game with Detroit. I mean, could expect exploding it today. So wouldn't take this under in this case, I think. I could see this game pump going over, actually. And uh, regarding the site, well, Devils should have a much better game today. I mean, uh, what happened in that first game, I mean. And, uh, well, and again, those were they, they, those were flyers. I mean, they play hard hockey. Uh, this, uh, this Red Wings team is not as flyers. They won't, maybe he's not doing so much big hits. I mean, they're still the same pretty young team, same age as Devils, you know. So it's going to be two young teams running here around. I can see this game going over, I think. And uh, regarding the side, yeah, why not to go with Red Wings? I mean, I have no, not also placed anything yet here. So I will cap myself a little bit and publish on my Twitter page today all the bets, which I, and uh, yeah, I think I'm more looking here at the Red Wings. I mean, the price is way overpriced on Devils. I mean, they're not that good as the price shows. So this is NHL. Hockey is very random. 
So I would also lean Red Wings. Yeah, I think the over is worth a look, even, and I just praise Detroit's team structure, but, you know, it is a back-to-back. New Jersey at home can score goals, and I think they might, you know, here tonight just pop in a couple. And Dalkovich, I think, a little drop-off from Musso. Uh, but I think Detroit can score against this. Again, this Devils defense is still work in progress, and their goal, even Vanacek was up and down last year. He might be better than Blackwood. He probably is, but he's still up and down for my liking. So I don't mind an overlook. I'll probably put a couple of bucks personally on the over as well in this game six and a half what do you think alex detroit new jersey it's a double not so fast my friend right here i like new jersey uh i was on detroit last night and i really like that spot for them uh but they kind of i mean 25 shots like said on goal you know jake allen was masterful in the first period and then the the you know walls kind of crumbled on him late i wouldn't even say that he let him one goal those other two were were empty that is it came very late uh in the third period so allen was 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 good but detroit i thought their offense needed to get you know a little bit more rolling they looked good you know like said theoretically getting those shots they got to find a way to get them in the back of the net new jersey you know like i said they've got works in progress but i think the miles wood quote really kind of might wake up the room tonight he says you know i'm sick of being on, on a losing team he says, you know, we're kind of just going through the same old shit again. Don't want to, you know, to have another bad start. He says, this is a must-win game for us. Yeah, I think he's one of those guys in that locker room that's really going to kind of get, you know, be one of the leaders, take the reins with this young core uh, and get things rolling the right way. So that on top of the home opener, I think that gives them a little little energy, a little juice. I took a shot with the Devils here, minus 115 in, in regulation here. Uh, also, like I said, Nadal getting the start on the second night of back-to-backs. Uh, you know, Detroit, if they can carry over that offensive start, then they should do fine. I just don't think, I don't know if that's going to happen right away. I think they're going to go through some kind of, uh, you know, ups and downs as well as New Jersey. But I think that, that Miles Woodcourt, I think that that wakes up the locker room and gets these guys going. Remember, we saw New Jersey come out really hot uh, offensively in last season early in the, in the year. And then the defense is what kind of, uh, you know, caved them in a little bit. So if they get out a hot start offensively, can Detroit come back and match that? I'm not too sure just yet. So, I'm going with Devils regulation, Madison Alpatine. All right, liking the uh, Devils here in uh, regulation. El Diablo uh, for Alex in, in terms of them uh, getting the uh, job done. Uh, all right, Vito is getting his delivery, so we will move on now to uh, Montreal and uh, Washington. Uh, we've got Washington minus 300 on favorite, six and a half the total in this one. Uh, this is this could be a wake up call spot for Washington because look they need a win desperately. I expect desperation. I expect urgency. That being said, I took a stab with uh, Montreal plus two fifty. I can't I can't justify this team being minus three hundred right now. That is how th- poorly things are going. Ovechkin's been quiet. They missed Tom Wilson. They missed Backstrom's playmaking on the power play. You can see their power play sucks right now. It's just all they do is try to feed Ovechkin at the faceoff dot. You don't think fucking other teams have figured it out? Defend the faceoff dot. Make sure you close time and space when Ovechkin's in the faceoff circle. You don't let him get that one-timer off. And if you focus on doing that when you're penalty killing against Washington, you can shut down that power play because it's very limited right now. I'm not liking what they're doing on the power play. They're just looking for Ovechkin all the time. There's no creativity. Uh, it's it, it's an issue right now. And then defensively, they're still having their issues. Goaltending's been, well, it wasn't great from Kemper in his first start with the, the Caps against the Bruins. It actually was all right. I thought Lindgren played well, but bailing out a team that was coughing up the puck left and right uh, in front of him. It could have been a lot worse, you know, if not for Charlie Lindgren uh, the other night against Toronto uh, in that loss to the Leafs. I don't like anything right now what I see from the Washington Capitals. Certainly in a position, uh, certainly not liking anything I see when you factor in that they're laying minus 300 
in this game. My goodness, what a huge price that is for a team that's just playing such disappointing uh, hockey and, and struggling like they have in the first two games. And the one thing about Montreal, that they did get outshot. They did get outchanced. Uh, but they hung in there. They're a feisty group. They've shown some spunk. Very feisty early in the first two games. And even though I thought that was a brutal spot for uh, Montreal, hung in there uh, as best they could. So uh, I'm going to take a shot here at plus 250. Again, uh, this could be the night Washington wakes up. Certainly it's a better spot for Washington. Rested off two losses. You expect focus. You expect their best. But I don't know if they're bad tonight, even if they bring it. Is yeah, they bring it tonight. They play their best game so far. Yeah, let's lay minus three hundred. No way, no way, no how. So for me, a small shot here with the Canadians, the Abitant at plus two fifty. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? Habs caps. I have to go back into my records a little bit later, and I'll tweet it out when I find out. This might be only the third time I've ever played this, but I'm going with plus one and a half uh, on the Habs at even money. Uh, there's no reason why the, the Capitals should be a three to one favorite against anybody right now. The way they've played, they look absolutely horrible, and this needs to be a wake up call game for them, uh, without question. They've, they've got to get things rolling in, in a better direction, otherwise, they're going to probably be right there with the Habs as one of the worst teams in the East. Um, they've just looked completely slow afoot, and we just talked about how the Habs looked good last night. Jake Allen was on his A plus game, of course, it could more likely will be Sam Montembeau, uh, in that, so that's. A little bit cause of concern. I think Capitals win here, but like I said, with the urgency, they just need to get a win. Uh, they'd like to get a win by margin. I don't know if they're good enough to get a win by margin. So uh, I'll take a shot here with the Habs, plus one and a half at even money. Uh, you can see this easily being a, a 4-3 or 3-2 Capitals win, and then we cash with the uh, with spread. All right, so uh, Sam Montembeau probably will be in net, not confirmed. Darcy Kemper will be in net, of course, for uh, Washington, uh, as expected. All right, Vito is back with us. What do you think, Vito? Montreal, Washington. Yeah, well, I heard a little bit what you spoke about, guys. And yeah, well, some I like to say one thing in hockey, you know, it's not always about the skill, it's about the will, you know, so. And here, I mean, the will should be with capitals and the skill should be with capitals, but the way they play, I don't see that they can, I mean, they're just slow. I mean, Ovechkin is getting slower, if you just notice, guys, this year, this year he's even slower than he was before, I think, I mean. And uh, it's not, he's not running like he used to run, you know. And they are actually, I don't know if you saw, guys, they are mixing up the lines for this game now. They are going with different lines. So let me just check. I think the guy which they put down is Protas. Because I, I also did not see. Yeah, Alexei Protas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they're bringing up, they're splitting up Ovi with Kuznetsov. Yeah. So Ovi is playing with Dylan Strom and Connor Brown. Yeah. And we have second line center Evgeny Kuznetsov with Anthony Manta and TJ Oshi is bringing up from the third line. So yeah. now he, he has made, yeah, top six very strong. Then we have, what about this Marcus Johansson? I think he used to be better. I need the guy has to step up. Okay, he's playing with Lars Eller and Prolas. So the line the, the lineup is just, yeah, it's not like it's a great lineup. I mean, and this Darcy Kemper, I also think he's overrated. I mean, just because he was in the Colorado Avalanche, I don't think he's that good goalie, you know. I don't. He's just an average Toronto Maple Leafs goalie, you know. <laughs> every every goalie, which I would be not surprised if they signed Darcy Kemper and it's still like the same Toronto Leafs team. So, yeah. Uh, hard game. I, I would go under, I think, again. Totally six and a half. I can see this game going under. So, 
Well, just because maybe Canadians, well, yeah, but six and a half is still a high number in hockey. So could see this trying to be, again, maybe a low scoring. I don't know. I have not pulled anything on this game either. So don't, well, I said my opinion. I don't think Capitals, they should win, you know, but they remind me something like Islanders. I mean, Islanders also should have the wheel. They should have win, but somehow we're going to speak, speak about that game, I think, very soon. They're playing like Ducks today, so let's leave it for that. And I yeah. think Capitals are kind of the same situation like Islanders. Like, just they don't have anything going at the moment. No power play, no. nothing, you know? So how can you really trust? I mean, it's not going to happen overnight that they're going to come out now and score three power play goals today. They will still struggle. I think they still will score. Like, they had a better game against Leafs. They were very live there, actually. And yeah. I think, yeah, it's a bad, uh, because it's gonna go. They should win today, but the number is too high. So, only only way how to look at this. I don't know. I would just skip it. <laughs> uh, you can tell uh, Vito is in riddles when it comes to this game. Uh, it's a tricky <laughs> one for him. I, I, for me, it's not tricky at all. It's take a shot with Montreal. If it loses, mm-hmm. it loses. I'm keeping it small. It's just I'm not buying Washington being favored by this much. All right, we got Anaheim and New York, the Islanders. Islanders minus 165, home favorites, five and a half to tall. I'm on, here's another underdog, folks. Anaheim, I like Anaheim. Anaheim didn't play great, and they still won. They didn't play really good at all, to be honest, against Seattle. Came back from a third-period deficit, won that game. Uh, I like this Anaheim team. I got them over 79 and a half points. I like Zegras. I like Terry. I like uh, McTavish is there now for a full season. He's going to have a good year. He already got in on the, you know, setting up playmaking in the first game against Seattle. Was very good. He was all over the puck. You like to see that in his first game of the season. They bring in Frank the Tank, Vetrano, Ryan Strom, uh, good veteran additions. And by the way, uh, Ryan Strom scored. Uh, in his uh, debut, three points in his debut. Frank Vetrano scores a goal in his Anaheim debut. Talk about great paying dividends already. These new additions, Ryan Strom and Frank Vetrano for Anaheim. Uh, this is a good team, and they're gonna they're gonna surprise people, I think, and they're gonna cash some tickets in, as an underdog at times this year. And I'm not sold on the Islanders. I mean, they lost to Florida. Their offense is still what I expected, not great. Who's gonna consistently deliver offense? Uh, for this team on a nightly basis. That's a concern for me, especially when you're asking them to lay minus 165 here uh, in this game. And the great news about that win for Anaheim, it's not only that Terry and Zegras were great, you know, the new additions were good for Toronto and Strom. The defense is that John Gibson and net. He, there was times that Seattle was swarming Anaheim. He had to make some big saves. I know he gave up four goals, but he faced almost 50 shots. He was very good. It was one of the better performances Last year and this year combined from Gibson, that's a good sign. If Anaheim is going to have any chance to contend for a playoff spot, John Gibson has to bounce back. And that was a great first game from him in that against Seattle. I think we have a live dog here, so quack, 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 quack. Give me the uh, Anaheim Ducks here, plus 145 to plus 150. Uh, Alex, what do you think of your Ducks Isles? Yeah, I'm flying right alongside with you with the Ducks here as a dog. And like you said, John Gibson, who's like I said, one of those goalies I thought was going to have a bounce back here this year, looked masterful despite giving up four goals. But like you said, stopping a ton of shots, uh, nearly 50 in bulk, and most of those coming early in, in the contest. Uh, if he's in that good of a form against the Seattle team that clearly has a much better offense uh, than what we saw a year ago. He, he should be just fine probably facing maybe, what, 25 shots tops here against the Islander team that 
Uh, you know, I, I wondered if they might try to open things up a little bit with Trotz gone and Lambert taking the reins, but it still seems to be the same old, same old uh, with this Isles offense and not not getting a lot done. Styles make fights. I think we see Anaheim, like I said, keep that tempo and pace and uh, find a way to get the W here. So plus 145, that's a great price here. We're going to go with the Ducks. And you look at the Anaheim Ducks, by the way, their last two visits to uh, Long Island here, they beat the Islanders 6 5 couple years ago last year they lost but 4-3 right in that game and Anaheim's better in my opinion this year compared to uh, last year so uh, like I said I think Anaheim's got a shot here uh, what do you think here Vito yeah well for me it's a little bit different here what I when Alliance opened yesterday I was looking at those Islanders regulation because uh I'm not on so high on Ducks this year as anyone else is I still I still think they're a young group and uh they have some big talent there. And uh, what I like, love in Zegras is that with all the hype, I mean, and being on NHL 23 cover and so many things going on, he's just so chill about it, you know, and doesn't look like he he's feeling – he doesn't feel any pressure there. So he's just going to keep playing his game. I like that. That's a, To have this cool mind, it's very important in hockey, I would say, you know. You, you make the best decisions then. And, well, overall about this game, yeah. So I don't like the Ducks because – Simply again, I say they're a young team, and I think they will not play amazing this year. I don't know. And uh, the first game showed us. I think Seattle was much better in that game. Uh, Ducks crumbled back late in. And uh, yeah, well, I was looking at that Islanders here in the regulation, but they also have let me down too many times. But I think this should be an Islander spot here. I mean, the team will want to prove. I think that they have. Everybody talks bad about them, you know, and that's when. You want to prove something going wrong. And I mean, Panthers is still a great team. Okay. So let, maybe they could not win the Panthers. Okay. Well, Panthers is a great team. But this this is the game which Anders should take care of. If they don't take care of this game, then definitely this is another, I would say, bad season for them. I have not pulled the trigger yet on the regulation. It's around the plus money, I think, all day. So yeah, though, I would not back Ducks. I think they're on a long road trip now. I mean, they have the talent. They can score the pucks, uh, goals. But I think the, I don't like their coach, first of all. I don't think that they have enough veteran presence in the team. So I think that's what gonna uh, that's what's going to hurt them in the season. I think there's going to be a lot of not focus, like mistakes, I think. And they will get dominated as that game. So don't see a big bright season from them. So for this game, I'm definitely not going with the dog here. Uh, only way I, have a, I would look at this Islanders in the regulation, but I have not bet bet it as well. Okay, lean Islanders in regulation haven't been. I got to disagree with you, Vito, on one thing. You said, uh, if the Islanders lose this game, then maybe it's just going to be a bad season. Nobody's going to – you can't say that after 0-2. You know, you yeah, but I mean, Daps is the team that they should they, – this home arena, which they have, the, how it's yeah. called, this new stadium. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, Whatever. Yeah, yeah, I hear so, what you mean. It, we're concerned about the Islanders if they lose tonight. Right. But it was yeah, because, season over, 0-2, yeah. no. no it's the first right. year they have this new arena, you know, and they just yeah. – Ducks yeah. is the team which they should ha- take care of. It's not like Panthers. So. Yeah, and right. And that's the thing. Yeah, they, they don't have the, the you know, hardships against them from last year where they had to be open 15 on the road. You know, you got a regular start and you're still looking as bad as you did a year ago. That That's, that's concerning. Yeah, yeah no question. And by the way, apologies again for the voice today. I know it's uh, a tough listen, listening to my voice today, but we're powering through it. It's the best we can do. Uh, and by the way, I also have to disagree. Another thing with Vito, what Vito said. Vito said a very young team, and I'm, I, but they've added Strom, a veteran, Vetrano, a veteran. 
Glingberg, a veteran. Yeah, 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 uh, has been around. Bolu, we can consider a veteran now. Nathan yes. Bolu, he's been and, around. And those young guys, those young guys, they've they've had to kind of shoulder the load because it's you know been such a bad team for a while. So yeah. you know, this is a team that that's kind of you know they're going to be learning uh, the youngsters. They'll be learning on the fly, pun intended. Uh, yeah. Moving forward and having that veteran presence, you know, it makes them a little bit, a little bit sharp. I think, like I said, you're not high on on them this this season. That's that's fine. I think me and yeah. Ian have have a little bit more more faith in mm-hmm. them. Not saying I don't think they're a playoff team. I still think they're they're uh, maybe a year or two away from that. But I think yeah. they're way better than they were last year. They were just absolutely yeah. abysmal, especially on the back end. I think they've kind of shored up some things there. Yeah, it's interesting that some things we disagree. We got to see how it plays out. You know, I think it's amazing. That's right. <laughs> it makes the show better. We can. I like. I like it actually but, when we have difference I mean, of opinion, especially early in the year. You're going to see that. And yeah. it's not by design that I'm on a lot of dogs. Someone asked me that. No, it's no, just no. the way the card worked out today. A lot of the mm-hmm. teams I circled to have bet on spots, especially as underdogs, are playing today, and they're dogs. Anaheim, you know, the, go on to Ottawa. I mean, there's a mm-hmm. bunch of these teams. Detroit. I mean, there's a bunch of them here in this kind of situation. It's just the way it worked out uh, with this card. Hell, I'm even tempted by our next underdog, although uh, I don't know if I'll be betting them, and that's L.A. uh, as they take Mm. on the uh, Minnesota Wild. Uh, Minnesota, uh, minus 170, home favorites here, uh, the total six across the board. I don't know if I'll pull the trigger with L.A., though. Because I I have not liked what I, I didn't like what I saw against Seattle. Okay, they didn't push back when they were down by two goals. That was very disheartening. They really didn't mount a, a full throttle uh, attack uh, on Seattle when they were trailing in that game. Uh, not, not the kind of response I wanted to see uh, from LA after a tough tough loss uh, to the uh, uh, Vegas Golden Knights in their opener uh, when they lost the game in the final minute. Turnover led to a Mark Stone game winning goal. Uh, so. I didn't like that response. I do think maybe getting on the road it will help. You know, they get away from L.A., maybe you bond a little bit, uh, and that's certainly going to help the uh, Kings here a little bit in this game. But L.A. has not done well against Minnesota, including here in Minnesota. You have the Wild off their own loss that they didn't sit too well with them, 7-3 to the Rangers uh, the other night. So I expect Minnesota to bring it, and I, I think and if they do, they might. they'll probably win. So I'm gonna lean LA just because of the price, and but I again I don't like what I saw in that Seattle game. And they look uh, defensive. Their offense was fine against Vegas, but they had a tough a couple of defensive breakdowns uh, in that game as well. And then of course after that we saw you know basically offensively uh, we saw LA struggle against Seattle, and then they had a few more defensive breakdowns. The special teams has been kind of underwhelming for the Kings. So. It's been a variety of issues for them early in the year. Uh, so I lean L.A., but ultimately I'm going to probably pass on this game altogether. Anything here, Alex? Uh, Kings Wild. Yeah, I like a couple of things here in this game. I, I got a couple of player props I'm looking at. I'm going to be looking at Kevin Fiala making his return back here to St. Paul. Uh, I like him with four shots or more on goal at plus 129. I get that at Bet Online. You can find that at a couple other American shops, Bet, uh, Bet MGM. Fan duel DraftKings where you can kind of uh, pick your your number with that. I also like Matt Boldy over two and a half shots on goal at plus one hundred eight. This kid uh, picked up a goal in, in the the open home opener, the loss against the Rangers. He's definitely going to get some quality chances and some quality looks uh, on net here. And I like the first period over. 
You're only laying 130, 135 with this one, uh, over one and a half. We've seen these two teams, uh, you know, they played in the same division during the the shortened season. They had some really good back and forth affairs. Uh, and, and, you know, despite both teams being more defensive minded teams, or at least defensively responsible, uh, you know, they, they seem to bring out this, the speed in one another. We see them kind of go up and down. So I think we, especially with the wilds, they're kind of redoing everything uh, from, from their opening night. They're going to, you know, have the whole, you know, people in the park uh, for the pregame. They want to try to get the bad taste out of their mouth. They're going to have another rocking crowd on a Saturday night. So I think they get off to a hot start. You see that first period over cash in, but I definitely like Fiala over, uh, four shots or more on goal, and Matt Boldy over two and a half as well. Yeah, I like Boldy uh, in terms of uh, goal score prop. I cashed with it the other night against the Rangers. I think he's undervalued. And yeah, Fiala, we always say player props, the player against his former team, uh, especially first game against them, they want to play well. They want to make an impact. So over shots on goal, you could sprinkle on the point and the goal prop for Fiala uh, as well. That makes sense. I would, you know, I still think Kaliev, Kaliev and, uh, the other guy, Velarde, are undervalued for Kings props, uh, mm-hmm. so we can consider those. But Minnesota as well, like I say, uh, Zuccarello looks good. You can go back to the well with him even for Minnesota. And he, of course, scored a great preseason, scored in the opener for them as well. What do you think, Vito, L.A., Minnesota? Well, yeah, this is the be- game which I bet actually yesterday when it opened. The line has not moved much. I took the regulation with Minnesota at uh, plus one oh. Plus 1010 or plus 108, something like that. And I just, yeah, I think first of all, there I, I have some concerns with this Kings team. I mean, just I remember last year, we nobody was really high on them when they went in the year, you know, and they proved us wrong. They had a good expected goal numbers, Corsi, they played well. This season, we kind of in the first two games, I have not seen them like any urgency or like any that push which they have, this, the, the neutral zone is not as tight as it was last year. They really clogged you up. This year, is, it's not like that. So I agree with that. Kings, yeah. yeah, until the Kings can really show me that they are like the la- team which they were last year, then I will start to back them. But I could see this th- is one of the teams which uh, people were maybe kind of high on, maybe not. And the predictions will go wrong. I think they might struggle early. Maybe they go like on a losing streak like and so on. So, yeah, I understand they have lost both games already. So urgency should be there to not go 0-3. But again, I think they're just not playing well. I mean, and that, that's what I think. And uh, Minnesota, again, 7-3 loss. So isn't Mark under Fleury today in the net? He's perhaps, right? Yes, he confirmed, yes. Yep. Yeah, so the guy, I mean, we all know him. I mean, he can have bad games and he can have amazing games. So he should bounce back, I mean. And... Uh, the money Minnesota team will just come out blazing here today, I think. Of course, they also for Minnesota, they're undervalued because I a lot of we played Rangers in that first game, right? And uh, not undervalued, I mean, but overrated, I think, a little bit. The Minnesota yeah. Wild, I don't think that you can win really something with the first line center as Hartman. So I think the most important th- uh, thing for the, all the hockey teams is first two line centers. They have to be really good and decent, like, you know, yeah. um, like, and uh, that's what how I look, you know, and the Hartman and then who else we have there? Well, they have a good young guy on the fourth line, like, right? Rossi, which is the future of the team. So centers is very important. And was one goal was Hartman's definitely against the Rangers. So he didn't pick up his guy in front of the net. He too, he too, he too I think. So yeah, centers is not there. There's only some good wingers. So, there's still decent, good decor for Minnesota. I like the decor, okay? 
And Mark Andrew Fleury should have a better game. And it's just the situational spot where I want to back wild in regulation. We all saw that they can score goals last year. So we all see how they can be buzzing team and destroy some teams if they want. So, yeah, I mean, it's not the wild in regulation here. Yeah, and Vito, you make a great point about Ryan Hartman. I mean, he had some really bad, not only the, the mistake not picking up Heedle, but also two really bad penalties that led to uh, one of those leading to a power play goal as well. So he he needs to have a much better game. I, I still believe in him. I think he's a good player and he's going to have another good season like he did last year. And also, it, uh, optional morning skate for the Kings, and Quick was not on the ice, or Cal Peterson was not on the ice. Quick was the only goalie on the ice. So Cal Peterson should get the start. All right, so maybe a Cal Peterson sighting for the first time this year, and uh, we'll see if that creates some kind of spark here for the Kings tonight. Uh, Nashville, Dallas, Dallas, what minus? Oh, by the way, I, I said everything I want to say about that one. All right, Nashville, Dallas, Dallas minus one twenty-five home favorites, five and a half the total. We all, Alex and I, both like Dallas uh, in the last game uh, in Nashville. Nashville coming home, first game after that trip to the Czech Republic. Dallas looked really good. Um, I actually lean Dallas again, but again, I, I thought that was a better spot, better price. Now they're at home. You got Nashville wanting to play better, make amends. So I lean Dallas. I'm not going to bet Dallas again, though, like I did the other night. I am going to bet the over, though, five and a half. That bear, that should have went over the other night, uh, 4-1. It got stuck on five goals. I'm always interested this year when I see games lined at five and a half. So, you know, unless the damn good reason. I'm looking at overs when I see a five and a half. And I think these teams have enough offense in them, especially when you look at it for Dallas, Hints, Pavelski, Robertson didn't even do much. Wait till he gets going, which he might on home ice because they have last line change. They can get better matchups. And Mason Marchment, we're coming right back to the Mason Marchment train. Once again, after a two-goal debut with the Dallas Stars the other night, going to come back to the well with his player props uh, to score a goal tonight for the uh, Dallas Stars. So, Lean toward Dallas. Might play it very small, but I like the over here. At uh, five and a half, over five and a half, minus 120. Uh, Alex, what do you think here, Nashville and Dallas? Yeah, so like I said, Dallas got us the, the nice win, four to one uh, in, in this first matchup. Now, flip and roll as the Stars come up with home for their opener. This is a game where I'm going to look at the over, but I want it live. Five and a half, minus $1.25, that's not a bad price, but I think we can wait a little bit long enough just you know, three three or four minutes into the game where we can go and grab that at a plus price. So that's what I'm looking for. I'm, I'm talking about plus one ten or higher uh, is my target range for the, for grabbing this live. This also feels like it could be a game that goes to OT. So I might sprinkle a little bit on the draw. I saw plus three twenty five, plus three thirty uh, with that as well. I think Nashville bounces back and plays a little bit better. This should be a, a bit of a tighter game. So uh, sprinkle on the draw, and I like the over. Uh, five and a half goals, but I'm waiting for a plus price in game. All right, there we go. Uh, waiting for a live over for this one. All right, Vito, Predator Stars. Yeah, well, what I think here is that the first game at home for the Predators after that trip to Europe, you know, and there was some concerns, as you said. And now, again, like this revenge spot, you know, the teams which Nashville won in Europe is Sharks, right? And they are from not their division. And I mean, teams which they play division rivals is much more important. So now, if they lose these both games to Stars, basically, what about those Sharks games? It's nothing for them. If they lose first two divisional games now to Stars, and that that's a bad thing. I mean, so I, I expect them also to be a better, better, better team here today. Over, I like that over as well, and I agree. You also can wait a little bit because uh, these teams tend to start slow. Always, I mean, we have two good goalies, and they tend to start slow. Dallas definitely. 
and predators on the road. So yeah, you can have like over five, for example, uh, life. For uh, if you get that four-one score, you will get a push at least, for example. Or you can go with over five and a half, obviously. Regarding the side, I think I will play. I think I will play predators here, just because. Yeah, well, opening game for stars again, maybe a slow start from them. Who knows? Because of the opening night. So yeah, I think Preds will have a much better game today here, and that would be my pick. Uh, Nashville Predators on the money line. All right, Nashville money line leans to the over as well uh, in uh, this game. Uh, by the way, I think there was someone I was eyeing for a prop player prop for uh, Nashville tonight as well. I believe someone was moving up the. Oh yeah, Ellie Tolvanen was moving up the lineup uh, to the second line. So uh, that might be someone that's a little undervalued with uh, player props tonight for the uh, Nashville Predators uh, in that game. Uh, all right, and no go- goalie confirmations, but we assume Ottinger and Soros. Ottinger is confirmed. We're just waiting on uh, Soros for uh, Nashville. All right, next up we've got uh, Columbus and St. Louis back to back for the Jackets. They lost at home to Tampa Bay. Uh, last night, St. Louis minus 240, home favorite, six and a half the total. I like the over here. I, I said I was going to bet that over Columbus-Tampa Bay last night. I kept it small because of the fact they were without Lion A. Uh, but I still, and I, but I said, though, all along that, hey, I think this is still an over team Columbus, and they showed it last night. Not the same uh, Daniil Tarasov either uh, last night for the uh, Jackets against uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, I think when you look at this game here, uh, Columbus, Columbus, I think, can still find the back of the net. I don't think St. Louis is nearly as good defensively, and we saw signs of that last year. They started to trend more toward playing more 5-4-4-3 games. I think you're going to see that again. But I like St. Louis up front. Robert Thomas, O'Reilly, uh, Tarasenko, Brandon Saad, Jordan Cairo, Buchnevich, Jake Neighbors, Brayden Shen, Barbashev. They've got lots of options in the top nine forwards. Very deep forward group, the Blues. Uh, th- that's going to be trouble for Columbus here uh, tonight. On a back-to-back, what's going to happen? Merzlikens has been ill uh, under the weather all week. Is he ready to come back? It looks like he might be, though. He was back at practice on Thursday for the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, so that's a, a potential indicator that they might be ready to bring him back and make his uh, first start of the season tonight for Columbus. But again, coming off an illness, is he sharp? Is he is he ready? Is he on top of his game? I'm not so sure about that. It will be Jordan Bennington, as we would expect uh, for the uh, St. Louis Blues. But I'm going to take a shot here, over six and a half here, Columbus and St. Louis. Uh, Alex, what do you think of your Jackets Blues? Yeah, this might be another live game for me. I, I would lean with the with the over, especially if we see Merzlikens play. Kind of want to see how he how he you know feels after recovering from the illness. Uh, Jordan Bennington definitely not a goalie. Like I said, I don't think he's back to the form we saw him where he was winning a Stanley Cup. Everybody, I think, kind of uh, maybe overrated him a little bit with that playoff performance he had, uh, you know, last spring. So. Like I said, I think this could fly over, and I like Columbus as an over team. They still need to get their offense kind of in gear a little bit more. That's going to be tough to do without line A, of course. But, uh, you know, maybe this would be a player prop night to look at uh, at Gaudreau. Maybe he gets something rolling. Maybe, you know, look for him over one and a half points and he get a goal. But uh, this is one I'm going to just look for a live spot. But as of right now, I got nothing. First goal as a jacket last night for uh, Johnny Gaudreau uh, in that loss to the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning. They lost the game, but uh, Johnny Gaudreau did get his first uh, goal with the uh, Jackets. Now, they experimented with uh, Danforth on the uh, top line last night, taking the spot of uh, 
Patrick Lyonet with Jenner and Gaudreau. We'll see if they stick to that tonight. I think if it is him again, I take another shot at the goal prop with uh, yeah, Dan. He got a point. He didn't he come through point. last night, but he did get a point. Yeah. He's if he's on that top line again, that's an undervalued player prop with uh, Dan Forth. If he's once again on the top line, so check the line combos for Columbus right before uh, opening faceoff. Uh, Vito, what do you think here, Columbus St. Louis? Well, yeah, this is a very interesting spot. I mean, we have Jackets, which is going to play the third game, while Blues is going to play only the first game. And when, when when the preseason ended, we always talk about these rusty things. I mean, and I think the rusty things is all like it doesn't matter which uh, time of the year it is, playoffs or end of the year or start. I mean, Blues has not played a hockey game for about a week, I guess, or maybe even longer. So I could expect Jackets to have actually a better start of this game, especially they played yesterday. So their legs will be going early. So could could see Jackets getting maybe an early lead, same like yesterday a little bit, but. I think the second and the third period, we're going to see when the Blues will take over the game. And perhaps the Blues will just will just, just win this in the end. So I could see, yeah, as I said, Jackets scoring first. So a great live play. I mean, if you think the Blues will win, I think I think you can just... Uh, the price is so off. I mean, you can take Puckland, I guess. That's the most reasonable bet here. It should be somewhere around, I know what price, minus 20, 120 something, I know. So... Uh, that's the most reasonable price, but yeah. But I think I think they might go down early, and then you, if you wish, you can take the money line. You're gonna have like a minus one ten or something, you know. So yeah, no official play on this game, and uh, that, that well, I already uh, said my mind, basically. All right, good stuff. Uh, it's I like the over there, as like I said in uh, Columbus and uh, St. Louis, and the thing about Bennington, great in the playoffs. Remember before he got injured against Colorado. In, the, in that series, he was great in the playoffs. But let's also remember, he was bad enough in the regular season that he got displaced by Billy Huso. You know, so don't forget that either. So yeah. which Bennington? Regular season Bennington last year when he was struggling, fighting the puck? Or is it going to be playoff Bennington when he bounced back and played like Alex Tuck has scored. And it's yeah, let's say one nothing Sabres, yeah. All right, let's go. Uh, I don't have that game on. I've got the college football on. I haven't checked that Sabres game, but good start. Buffalo, man, one nothing. I'm telling you, Buffalo, man, there's some life back in that team again. It's good to see. It's been too long. All right, next up, we've Great got... trade for Eichel, right? That was an, um, that, that's what changed the team, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah and there was right. a disconnect. You know, Eichel and, the you know, it was just some the chemistry yeah. was off. And now the, everybody can fill into better roles, greater roles now without Eichel. And Thompson got to thrive. Uh, without Eichel. And so, yeah, things are starting to percolate a little uh, for the Buffalo Sabres. All right, Vegas and Seattle. This is a good game. I'm looking forward to this one. Vegas minus 130, road favorite, six and a half the total. A situational spot play for me. I kind of like Seattle here as home dog. Home opener, Climate Pledge Arena, It'll be rocking. They've actually taken three out of four points to begin this. They should be 2-0. and oh. They should be 2-0, and oh, Seattle. They should have beaten Anaheim. They let a 4-2 lead slip away uh, in the third period, lost in overtime, bounced back against L.A., played a very sturdy game, very good all around. Uh, defensively, it was good. Even Martin Jones played okay in net, and that's a miracle in and of itself uh, for Seattle that Martin Jones was very good for them the other night uh, in that victory against L.A. Uh, now they're back home for their home opener. Remember, this is a team that was decent at times at home last year. Even when they had a bad season, they were okay at home. Uh, I expect them to be good. Vegas is off to a nice 2-0 and start. One goal victories against L.A. and Chicago. And I like the way Vegas is playing, but 
Now they're going on the road here against Seattle. Uh, the place will be uh, rocking here for that first home game. Like I said, Seattle, I think in these home underdog spots, you're going to be able to pick some spots to uh, back them here. And I like them here. Uh, I'm going to go with Seattle here, plus 110 in this game. Uh, the Seattle team total, I also like that. Uh, it's over 2.5, minus 160. There's some juice, but I was shocked to see 2.5 with how much better this offense is uh, this year. Now, I know Logan Thompson's been solid in net. Vegas defensively shut out Chicago. Played very well in that game, but Seattle's got a much improved offense. We clearly see it. Matty Beneers, full, full-time full top-line center. We've got uh, Oliver Bjorkstrand, Andre Burakovsky. They've really improved offensively this year. They're much deeper there. So I like the team total over two and a half as well for the Kraken, as well as Seattle plus 110 home underdog here and their home opener at Climate Pledge. Uh, what do you think here, Alex? Vegas, Seattle. Yeah, it's not gonna it's not gonna make my car, but I lean with Seattle as well. And like I said, we'll really get to see how this offense uh you know it, it has has blossomed now, uh especially going up against Logan Thompson, who was just masterful uh in that last game, the one up they shut out against Chicago and the Chicago team obviously they got their offensive roles, but he made some big saves. Uh, and, and the Kraken, like I said, they shouldn't be 2-0. They shouldn't have blown that lead against Anaheim. Third straight game against a division opponent as well and, and the home opener. So they've got every reason to be jazzed up and, and geared up for this one. So it's a slight lead with Seattle. And there's other spots I like on this on this big card. If this was I wish this game had been played last night. It definitely would have been all over Seattle. By the way, too, the one thing about Vegas as well, uh, in that uh, victory against Chicago, uh, some injuries came from that game. Mark Stone questionable uh, undisclosed injury in that game against Chicago. So he's questionable for tonight. And Jonathan Marsh so uh, as well. John Masserole, as Don Cherry would call him, mispractice on Friday, lower body uh, injury. So questionable game time decisions, both Mark Stone and Jonathan Marsh so uh, tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights. So they're missing those two guys. That puts even more pressure and more on the plate of Jack Eichel, who's been very good through two games, but puts even more on his, because that's two, key catalysts for your offense puts a lot more pressure on Eichel and Riley Smith, especially with William Carlson's game eroding William Carlson at first year with Vegas. He was great. And he's been not the same offensive player pretty much ever since uh, Vito. Uh, what do you think here? Vegas, Seattle. Yeah. Well, the only should agree with this with you guys as well. I think uh, having dog at home uh, with a plus money on the opener, I think that's the way to go. I mean, and we already saw that, Kraken can can play better hockey this year. Burakowski, Bjorkstrand, right? Great additions. Helps to put up those goals. So, yeah, I think Kraken is very live today at home at plus 110, right? Which is the price. I think that's an, that's an amazing price on, uh, on a team like Kraken. I like them better, for example, as Ducks, right? So, they put some good numbers on and so on. I was looking to try to find what's the team total over two and a half goals for Kraken. It looks like the line is very small it's like minus 140 or more so yep. over two and a half goals that would be a pretty nice bet if it would be a little bit higher but yeah uh, I, I sign me in for this with you guys uh, i'm also on the uh, kraken here yeah you have to lay a buck 60 it's not the price i usually love laying but to get yeah. the two and a half i think that's big i think that was yeah. surprising that even a two and a half was offered quite honest, with the Seattle's team total over tonight on the, for their home opener. For an offense that, as I've said, they scored four against Anaheim. Uh, they scored, uh, again, a pretty good clip against us, uh, L.A. the other night. So, yeah, I mean, Seattle definitely is a team 
uh, much improved offensively, and we've seen that already through. Uh, two How about games. Jones? Great game from Jones as well. That was shocking. Yeah, I will right. admit. That is shocking, yeah. Yeah. I will admit. And, I didn't. Yeah. Oh, no, I was just saying. I have a question. I'm saying, would you adjust their team total if you have like a like a better GM? Would you go with a three for Seattle and, and try to get an even better price? Or yeah, you could do that. You know, you get a better price at three. I bet MGM offers two and a half, three, three and a half, four, four and a half. They go by half goal increments. Yeah, uh, with three, three even minus one fifteen. So I think that's good. Not bad. You know, to get a better Not price. Bad. Not bad at all. I agree with that. Worth a look there to get three instead at a better price with the uh, Kraken team total over. All right, game of the day and night, in my opinion. Playoff rematch, Battle of Alberta, Bad Blood, Calgary Flames, Edmonton Oilers, Edmonton minus 115, home favorite, six and a half the total. This opened as high as minus 145, and I pounced on it. It was the first bet I made of this card. Calgary plus 125. I'm like, obviously, first time playing the Oilers since last year's ouster in the second round, so you've got playoff revenge. And I think Calgary's every bit as good as Edmonton this year, and they might even be better defensively. I, you know I like this Calgary team. We took them against Colorado. Uh, their blue line one through six is great. With All of a sudden, they go from woe is me with uh, Gaudreau gone, Kachuk demanding that trade, and they bring in Huberto. Uyghur. How good is Uyghur, by the way? Uyghur in his very first game with Calgary. Look at what he did. Look at how the impact. Stretch pass, finds Rasmus Anderson out of the penalty box. Great block shot leads to it. Just a, He blocks the shot, stretch pass to Anderson, goal. That's how good Mackenzie Weger has become, and that is what he brings to this Flames uh, blue line. Uh, excellent stuff. The only concern I have with taking Calgary here, and I still like Calgary at minus 105, Markstrom has a real big bugaboo uh, against Edmonton. For some reason, he struggles with this team, but I think in front of them, they'll play well. Edmonton, give him credit, came back from a bad start against Vancouver, beat the Canucks 5-3, but again, uh, a little fortuitous. They capitalized on their chances. Uh, Jack Campbell was very good uh, in that game after the bad start. Uh, Jack Campbell should be a net here uh, tonight for the uh, Oilers uh, in this uh, game. Uh, so this should be a great game. I can't wait. You know, first game since that playoff series last year. And I think Calgary, uh, I give them the edge defensively a, a little bit here uh, over Edmonton. And I think that'll be the difference. So I like Calgary here. Uh, minus a 105 in this game. Uh, I don't mind if it's Vladar, Claudio. Actually, it's right, a good yeah. point. If it is Vladar, and there's apparently uh, rumblings it could be, it hasn't been confirmed yet, I don't mind it. Vladar's capable, and that's number one. And number two, Markstrom's had a bad, bad stretch and bad run against Edmonton. Really, really bad uh, for uh, the uh, uh, Flames against Edmonton. For some reason, Markstrom struggles. Uh, against the Oilers. So I wouldn't mind it if Ladar's in net. Totals-wise, I'd lean over because for some reason you get high-scoring games a lot with these two teams. They played a lot of overs. There's a lot of penalties, a lot of physical chippiness uh, during the game, after the whistles as well. Uh, so that could lead to more power plays. So uh, I do like the over here, six and a half uh, in this game. Uh, and uh, I like Calgary, even if it's Ladar. I like Calgary. I think they really like this is not your average regular season game for the Flames. You know, that was a tough loss in this playoff series last year. And I think they're on par with, if not better than Edmonton. So I like the Flames in this spot, uh, minus 105. Uh, Alex, what do you think? This should be a dandy, Calgary, Edmonton. Yeah, you know, I, I missed the best of the number, but I do like Calgary here in this spot. Like that with the, the playoff revenge, Battle of Alberta, this is one of the best rivalries. And arguably, it's the best rivalry in hockey right now. 
this is definitely supplanted some of the, the more classic rivalries. You don't get to see all the original six rivalries as much. So I, I would say this is the best one in the league going. And, uh, you know, six and a half is a high total, but yet we keep seeing these teams going over that number, especially in the regular season. Uh, it, it's just an absolute barn burner. And it's one of those things because it's a chippy rivalry. You see a lot of power play opportunities for each team. You see a lot of goals going back and forth. It's one of those where if you're watching live, you can kind of almost use the zigzag theory on who scores next uh, and, and find some uh, good live betting opportunities that way. But, uh, you know, with Dan Vladar, and, and like somebody mentioned in the chat, yeah, he sucked in Boston. He was, he was you know, mid-range at best. But now in working with Jason LaBarbera, I've heard, you know, not just during the preseason, but in training camp, he's just in a better form. He's, you know, worked on some things, his upper body control. Uh, so I've heard that from a, a few scouts. And if you see the goalie chart, over at patreon.com slash ice guys, the average drop off between a starter and a backup for me is around 20 cents. I have Ladar as 15 cents uh, and, and possibly even 10 cents uh, difference with Markstrom. And Markstrom is one of the goalies that's a uh, favorite to win the best. I think this is a great goalie tandem. I think Ladar has gotten some things uh, in form, and I think we can see that tonight here. And even with Jack Campbell and uh, possibly going for Edmonton, maybe that six and a half might be a little bit too high. We might see some maybe be a defensive spot early. So I might even try to look at, uh, uh, you know, trying to grab a, you know, under six and a half at a, at a better price uh, and then trying to look for something, you know, trying to middle and maybe just do something in game. I don't know. It, it, it depends on what we see in the first five minutes. I'm going to stay away from everything and, and just kind of watch this one. But uh, I'll lean to the Calgary as far as sides go. All right. Lean to Calgary here. And it is confirmed Jack, <coughs> excuse me, Jack Campbell, uh, Jack Campbell and net for the uh, Edmonton Oilers. Maybe Vladar for Calgary, but again, that hasn't been confirmed as of uh, right now. Uh, Vito, what do you think here? Battle of Alberta. Yeah, crazy. Saw that number also yesterday, plus 120. And, uh, well, now we have this number. That's unbelievable. Uh, but, yeah, I also saw what Connor McDavid said. He said that it's going to be an emotional game. I think it's going to be, like, one of those games, actually, where we're going to see, like, Seven five. I don't know. I, I think like that. I mean, it's going to be very emotional. I think there's going to be a lot of penalties. So, yeah, kind of have a feeling that, that this will open up with a lot of goals. Uh, this is the only road game for Flames until 7th of November. I think they, uh, they are in the homestand for a long time. This is the only road trip for them. So, th that could make me also lead the uh, thing that maybe it's going to open up. So, Hard to pick a side here. I also would go with the Flames, I mean, at that good price. But now when it has dropped, it's hard to decide. I mean, Oilers also is a great team. And uh, even with that all playoff, what happened back in the uh, 2001-2022 season, I still think Edmonton can win this game. Uh, but And what I think, I will go with that over six and a half. But also, I al always play overs in the, uh, during the game. So, because... Always early, I mean, teams want to keep the – don't allow any goals. I mean, first five minutes usually are no goals, like uh, Alex said one day, right? Those first 10 minutes, you have to divide the period by 10 minutes, basically, uh, especially with those TV, TV timeouts. Then when the, that's when the games change. You know, there's a TV timeout, and then fresh guys come out, and then we see some goals happening. So I think, yeah, until first TV timeout could be 0-0. Zero, zero. After that, the price will drop. You might take that over. Over five and a half, over five. Let's see how much it uh, drops. Yeah, but no official play on this. Uh, I would have taken Flames plus one twenty. I did not. I don't know why I did not pull the trigger. Yeah. But yeah, that's it pretty much. Uh, 
I think a live opportunity here. Yeah, and yeah. Vito, you make a great point about the scheduling too. Like this is the only road game uh, until November seventh for the Flames. So you go on and get a win against your rival, and then you come back home for a very long homestand already yeah. with two good wins against two uh, teams you're trying to catch in the West. This is a, a really good spot for Calgary. They can kind of, uh, you know, try to coast along and, and build up something here. These these are important points. We don't usually say that about points, uh, you know, this early in the season. But if they can put it together a great homestand and then get these uh, start off with these wins, Colorado already and now Edmonton tonight. That's a really good spot for them for you know moving to at least the first half of the season. Yeah, no question. Uh, this is a great game. We're I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, see how it plays out. Battle of Alberta, Flames and uh, uh, Oilers. By the way, Dylan Holloway playing on the second line. I, he didn't have a great game against Vancouver, but I'm not shying away. I'm going to come back to some goal props with him. And Dylan Dubé for Calgary. He's going to be this year's Andrew Mangiapane, the guy that had a breakout offensive season last year for Calgary was Mangiapane. I think this year it's going to be Dylan Dubé. Uh, and he's playing on the second line. He got a goal uh, in the uh, win against Colorado. So I like Dylan Dubé once again uh, for uh, props here uh, in this one for the uh, Calgary Flames. All right, the final game. We have made it to the finish line of this massive show and massive Saturday 14-game NHL card with maybe not the most glamorous matchup of the card, but it is what it is. Chicago Blackhawks, San Jose Sharks, San Jose minus 140, home favorites, total six. Alex, I'm on the Blackhawks here. I'm on your team. Believe it or not, I took the price. I took. I actually got plus one forty, okay. uh, and it's actually dropped even more since then. Um, I don't like that you've, you've lost a lot of value here, uh, but I would still lean Chicago for some kind of bet at plus one twenty. Uh, the current price I, to me, this is just we can't be laying minus one sixty with San Jose where this line opened, can we? I mean, my goodness, I know Chicago's got their. They're not much better. This is two peas in a pod essentially at the bottom of the NHL seller, if you will. But uh, this to me is just, you can't lay that price with San Jose cash to ticket with Carolina best bet for the ice guys yesterday in regulation, not pretty, but they got the win uh, San Jose on a back-to-back Capo Kakinen, by the way, confirmed in net for the sharks. We don't know who's going to be a net for Chicago yet. Will they go back to Orozic who struggled, albeit against a bonded Colorado team or Staylock who is very good believe it or not, a solid actually in the uh, one nothing loss to Vegas when he started the other night. But regardless, I just thought you can't be laying this price with San Jose, uh, not whatsoever. So I took Chicago here. I still lean Chicago plus 120. Now the total six shaded to the over is now six shaded to the under. I'm leaning toward the over. I know Chicago played an under one nothing against Vegas. And I know San Jose has had some unders and two to one last night with Carolina. But look, San Jose played a Nashville team solid defensively, played a Carolina team very good defensively. You know, this is a different opponent. These are two teams that after each of them were involved in a low scoring game in their last game. I think they come into the game tonight, say, let's get some offense going. Let's have some fun. Let's get up and down the ice. Let's try to get. Uh, on the scoreboard early and often. So I think you have both teams taking that mindset. San Jose after being held to one goal against Carolina, Chicago after being shut out uh, by Vegas. So kind of like you got two teams off a bad offensive performance, two bad teams playing each other. I like goals uh, in these situations. So I'm going to go with over six here uh, at plus 100 uh, as well. Uh, Alex, what do you think here? Blackhawks, Sharks. You know, this is interesting because, like I said, the Hawks – uh 
you know, played well against Vegas. Only lost one nothing. Alex Stalock actually making some big saves and, and, and looking pretty sharp. I was, I was stunned to see that. So he might go back to him. He might go to Morazic, who Morazic played a great game. It wasn't his fault that they got uh, shelled. It was the fact that there was, like I said, the revolving door of players for the Hawks in the penalty box. If you give Colorado that many power play chances, they're going to burn you. You could have, uh, you know, Martin Brodeur in that. And if you give this Avalanche team, uh, you know, that many power play chances, they're going to they're find a way to get, get to the back of the net. So that's being said, San Jose has given the Hawks fits at home over the years, except for like a small blip in like the early 2010s, the, the dynasty days. This has been a house of horrors for the Hawks. Uh, so with that, I'm going to go with the draw here, plus 335. I don't think the Hawks have enough to get the win. There's no reason why San Jose should be uh, $1.40 now. That's really what I would, what I, my line would be. But but to see it as high as it was earlier, I understand you being grabbing uh, more of the value play with the Hawks. And Kapo Kakinen, like I said, I think he's going to kind of emerge in due time as the starter for this team. So uh, I could see some goals. I wouldn't be shocked with a 3-3 spot going, uh, you know, past the third period. This would be a great late-night game to uh, kind of fall asleep to a little bit. And I think we'll see the excitement come uh, with the five minutes uh, after the regulation. So let's go to the draw plus 335. All right, going for some overtime. Uh, with Chicago San Jose uh, with the draw for Alex in this one. Avito, Chicago San Jose. Okay. Uh, by the way, Panthers have scored. It's 2 1 already. Yep. Uh, so, yep. yeah, I saw this line yesterday opening at minus 170. So I have I had sent it send it to my, many of my friends, you know, because I think it was ridiculous. I mean, how can you price it that off? I mean, and the. Of course, I would agree with you also here, guys. I mean, plus 120. These teams have any team can win this game. I mean, we saw actually I was on the Sharks money line yesterday, yep. Yep. <laughs> which is interesting, but it was I could have cashed, cashed it. You know, I just did these long road trips, especially Carolina going from east to west, and the time zone changed. Change. They were playing very late game, you know, so that's I thought Sharks could have a win. Then in this spot, I don't know, the Sharks team, I mean, with the Gunning Sharks, I don't think that they're as bad again as everyone says, but looks like actually they are. I mean, they cannot put any puck in the net. I mean, that, and that's terrible. And, well, Hawks, I mean, they, there's better players like Kaning, for example. He can alone win this team, I mean, if he has an amazing game. If he has, like, two plus two, that's easy, you know? Because both these teams have played strong opposition, right? I mean, Sharks played Predators and Hurricanes, and Blackhawks played Vegas. And someone else pretty good, I think. So they really didn't have that much chance to grab that first victory of the season. So I, I, this will be a very nice game. I actually don't like that over at six. I was expecting maybe five and a half, but okay, it's at the six. I think this game could hit over. Uh, and well, no official play on this game. And uh, would agree with you guys. I think uh, Hawks is the way to look here just because he, it's an underdog and hockey is so random. So anything can win this game. Yeah, it's a, I to to me this is a game where look Chicago got shut out. San Jose scored one goal, so your mm. first inclination is yeah under, but you're two bad teams playing each other. Both of them going to think, hey, we didn't have our offense going last game. Let's get it going tonight. And both are going to think, hey, if I'm Chicago, I'm thinking, hey, if I'm Patrick Kane, I'm uh, Max Domi, I'm anybody there. I'm saying, hey, we're playing San Jose. We can get some offense tonight. We're playing points, Sharks. Points. And vice versa, San Jose going. is going to say, hey, we're playing Chicago. 
we can score some goals tonight. We can get our offense kick-started tonight yeah, yeah. against this team. So I think totally that's agree. Gonna, yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I think you're going to see tonight. So I like the over, and I'm going to take a shot with Chicago uh, at the uh, plus price. Just me more than anything fading San Jose because I don't think they should have been laying the minus 160 uh, that they were laying when this line opened. All right, and great I mean, stuff. Uh, we have the scorers in these teams. You know, yesterday yeah. a lot of people were on Canadians and Red Wings over. But in the end of the day, I don't know. There is no... No scorers for Red Wings like Perron, but they couldn't put the puck. But here we have Kane, Taves, you know, I think those guys can really score on power play and so on. Yeah, that's right. No question. A great, great show. You know, to be to do the, to keep the show to just a little over 90 minutes for with three people and 14 games, which is about yeah. as many games as you'll ever have on one day's card. Pretty good. We did good with the time, uh, as far as I'm concerned. And by the way, great uh, game here in the first period. Zemgus-Jurgensons have scored. Yeah, Latvian guy. Now. <laughs> Sam and the countryman of uh, Vito there from yeah, He's been there for – this guy has been in Sabres all rebuild. I think for yeah. 10 or 11 yeah, right. years. This guy is oh, yeah. rebuilding forever Day in this one. team. <laughs> Sabre lifer. Uh, right now, yeah, yeah. Zemgus Gergensen, no question about that. But uh, you're right, Buffalo's Buffalo now, you're right. You're a little tougher to defend Florida. Ottawa's going to be good offensively in time, but, yeah, a little di- more difficult to defend Florida compared yeah. to uh, Ottawa. Uh, but 2-2, they're answering each time. So great first period there. Looking forward to seeing how that game finishes up. Uh, great stuff, great show. Thanks to Alex. Thanks to Vito. Thanks to all of you for listening and watching. Hit the like button. Thanks for putting up with my terrible voice. Hopefully I get over this in the next couple of days. Uh, That's what I'm hoping for. Thankfully, no ice guys show tomorrow. So I can rest the voice. That will be nice. I'm looking forward to that uh, for sure. But uh, great show. Uh, Thanks to the National Hockey Now people, by the way, for bringing us on board. Check out nationalhockeynow.com, by the way. Great website with all the specific team sites. Jimmy Murphy at the helm of Boston Hockey Now does a great job. Our colleague will get Jimmy on every week starting this week. Looking forward to that. Patreon.com slash Ice Guys. Just $10 a month. Our daily card for the show is on there. Podcast links, video links, Alex's goalie charts. My power ratings are finally going up, uh, and I'll update those weekly uh, and more on the Patreon page. So make sure you check that out. Yeah, definitely. I was, I was going to mention uh, with the Patreon page and we got bonus content coming as well that we're working on and, and follow us on Twitter at the underscore ice guys kind of did a poll asking, what do you guys want to see from the bonus content? We've, we've got a, a few ideas that we're floating around. So uh, let us know what, what you want to see. I mean, you guys are, are you know, uh, the reason why we have all of this. So we you know, want to give you guys the content you want to, to see and hear and read from us. Uh, so you know, check out, check it out, subscribe, and uh, and like I said, you know, have his stuff up. Mine's gonna be updated uh tomorrow, and I'll try to have it updated every Sunday, if not twice a week, moving forward. Especially once we get out of football, I'll be doing it at least two, three times a week. Yeah, no question about that. Check out Patreon.com/slash Ice Guys. A reminder: no show tomorrow, but we will be back on Monday. Uh, with the ice guys again no games in the nhl tomorrow it's an off day for the league a dark day for the uh, nhl no games so we will be back on monday at 2 p.m eastern uh, for our next edition of the ice guys all right best bets to wrap up the saturday show Uh, alex we'll start with you what do you like for best bet i'll give you two for one we'll go one with the ahl chicago wolves have their banner raising ceremony tonight they're playing against the Milwaukee Admirals, hated rivalry. They're actually plus 185 at Bet Online. So uh, you can't really play big limits on that, but I, I just throw something small, and I think they should be able to get the win at home. But with the NHL, my official best bet, 
the New Jersey Devils minus 115 in regulation. Uh, Miles Wood, he's sick of the bullshit. He's sick of the losing. He wants to get things right, rocking and rolling, and I think he might be able to lead that young core, get that locker room riled up tonight for that home opener, get the fans behind them as well. And uh, Detroit, even though he got the 3-0 win last night, the score was a bit misleading. Uh, the offense, with as many shots as they were able to fire at Jake Allen, they did not. Uh, get things rolling. They need two empty net goals to get to that three nothing margin. So uh, we're going to go with El Diablo, the New Jersey Devils in regulation minus one fifteen is my best bet. All right, there it is, New Jersey Devils in regulation. El Diablo against Detroit, best bet for Alex B. Smith. Beto, uh, what do you like for best bet? Uh, yeah, first of all, I would like to add here a small line movement. Uh, Flames are back to one plus one fifteen. So if someone liked them. So that has moved. I don't know why. Doing now. That's. I think that's Dan Vladar being in net. Yeah. I honestly uh-huh. think that's Dan Vladar being confirmed in net, and people think he's yeah. go, uh, terrible yeah. compared to Jake Markstrom. Which uh, that's all I, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm add that. I'm add that to my car at plus one fifteen. Yeah, yeah. That, that's not how he, he actually. Be, Jake think. Markstrom. Let's be honest. Jake Markstrom is better than Dan Vladar, but situationally. <laughs> Markstrom ha- is like it's afraid of the boogeyman, so to speak, when he plays Edmonton. He's like seeing ghosts. He mm-hmm. struggles with the Edmonton Oilers. He does. So for this spot and this opponent, like I said, I have no issues backing Calgary with Vladar, considering the failures and the struggles of Jake Markstrom against Edmonton. He didn't play well against Edmonton in the regular season. He struggled in the playoffs against Edmonton. I don't mind it one bit. Not one bit that Dan Vladar's in. 15, 13, and two lifetime against Edmonton. And keep in mind, Jacob Markson has been in the Pacific Division his whole career. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't affect okay. his team from that game. But, yeah, Vito, best bet. Go ahead. Uh, Going to go with the Minnesota Wild in regulation. I don't like how Kings look. I expect Wild to bounce back here hard. Uh, yeah, Minnesota in regulation at even money, I guess, right? All right, Minnesota in regulation for uh, Vito uh, against Los Angeles with his best bet. Uh, my best bet for this Saturday card, man, it's a lot to choose from, lots to like. Uh, I'm going up and down the board, and I'm going to go with uh, – I'm going to stick with the game I just talked about, Calgary Flames, man. And now you can get plus 115 uh, at, at some spots now with the news that it looks like Dan Vladar will be in net. Calgary wants this one. They are as good, if not better, than Edmonton, in my opinion, this year. It's two two great teams. Edmonton's great too, but I love what Calgary. I love the way Calgary played against Colorado. It's not only they beat Colorado; they controlled the game. They outshot them. They outplayed them heavily. Actually, if you watch that game, I like Calgary here. We're actually going to get a better price now with Calgary with uh, Markstrom out. Calgary Flames plus one fifteen uh, against Edmonton. With I would have I've done my Johnny Cash uh, if I had a voice left. Uh, the ring of fire. I can't do. It. I'll do it. the ring of fire. There you go. A little Johnny Cash for you there. Just a small one. Uh, that's pretty good. Actually, Johnny Cash is the one voice I can do with a bad throat. You know, because it's such a deep voice. The ring of fire. There you go. Calgary Flames uh, plus one fifteen uh, against the Edmonton Oilers uh, for my uh, best bet for this Saturday card. All right, great show. Lots of fun. I don't mind that it was an hour and 40 minutes. We're off tomorrow anyway. We get a chance to recharge our batteries. We will be back on Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern for another edition of the Ice Guys. Hit the like button on the way out if you're watching on YouTube. For Alex P. Smith, for Vito, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Saturday and a great weekend. Uh, Enjoy the games and good luck. We'll talk to you again on Monday, 2 p.m. Eastern, for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by National Hockey Now. Yeah. <sighs>